0: You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. Hello, my friends. It is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor. And today I'm gonna be sharing with you all about social listening. And social listening is a pillar of social selling. And the reason why you want to do it is because it's going to help you to increase your engagement. And it's going to help you to deliver better content to your customers so that you can grow your business. It is absolutely necessary. Most people don't know how to do it. I'm very excited to bring you this amazing information. And we are going to be talking about why you want to be socially listening and you want to put this as part of your routine. It doesn't have to take long, but I'm going to explain to you all the different things that you can be doing to listen. I'm going to be explaining and sharing with you who you need to be listening to. And then I'm going to be telling you where you want to be listening on social, and exactly how to do it. So I'm going to lay it all out for you. You're going to love it. So excited you're here. All right, so let's start with why do you want to be socially listening? Why do you want to get onto your social platforms and start really coming in with a strategic listening ear instead of just doing your typical scrolling and commenting? This is why. Because there are opportunities out there that you are missing. Opportunities to connect with new people and bring them in and put them on your list. You are missing opportunities to make sales because there are people looking for your product, but you just haven't known where to go to listen to find out where those people are. So I'm gonna be sharing that with you. It's also good because you wanna be doing it because of the algorithm. The algorithm is going to love you when you start putting out content that people are so engaged with and they're loving because it's innovative, it's relevant, it's popular, it's on point because you've been doing your listening. And it's also all about discovering the gaps. Discover those gaps that are out there that other people, your competitors and in the industry There are things that are not being talked about that people are needing or wanting that you can then go fill those gaps and it's going to draw in more people because you are talking about something that other people aren't or there's just not enough information out there. It's also because you really want to make sure that you are staying ahead of the game and you're paying attention to market trends and disruptions and things that are going on politically and socially that may hurt your business in the future if you don't nip it in the butt. So we all know at this time, in this day and age, there's a lot of political stuff, there's a lot of social stuff, and you really have a a chance here to think about how that might be impacting your business now or in the future, and you can start putting out content that can protect your business. So let's just say that if we're looking toward a recession coming soon, which everybody's saying it's going to be coming because of COVID, right? Well, then what if you started talking about and saying things and using language and putting positivity and solutions into your business that would kind of recession-proof your business Maybe you're going to up your game and you're going to serve like nobody else is. You're going to find those gaps and see the things that nobody else is doing and you're going to be going over and beyond now so that you can make sure that you keep those customers and they're loyal to you and they might even recommend their friends. It's also about increasing engagement because you're optimizing what it is that you're talking about and you're being innovative with your content because you are out there going and searching for what it is that people need. And so the last thing there about why is because it's going to increase your engagement. Because you're going to optimize and innovate your content and that is going to increase your engagement because people are going to really love what you have to offer because you're putting so much good energy into doing that listening so that you can really deliver and knock their socks off. So now let's move into who do you need to be listening to? Well, there's two people that you need to be listening to and then I'm going to break down each of these areas You need to be listening to first of all, your ideal customer. You need to be listening to them because you want to understand them so that you can serve them better. And you want to be listening because you want to know where their problems are so you can come and place yourself as the solution to their problems. You want to be listening to them because you want to know what it is that they value so that you can honor what it is that they value. And you wanna know how they feel about things overall. So just like with what's going on in the world, just having come off the heels and still going through COVID, what is it that they feel about that? Are they tired of it? Are they looking for more positivity because of it? Are they actually still very taking it very serious because of you know maybe the industry that you're in, if you're in the health industry or something? Or, you know, what is it that they're feeling about this upcoming election and politics? Because if you don't know overall how your not every single person, but overall who it is that you're serving and who your audience is and how they feel about important things like that, then you might say something dumb that will make them mad. And so you really need to know and understand that. So you can be listening to them so that you can kind of see how they are talking about it, what are their, their fears and thoughts about it, how they're feeling about it. You want to know what things are their favorite things, the things that make them laugh, the things that they adore. What are those things? Because you want to have a feed that is going to be full of those sorts of things that they're going to then engage with. You also want to make sure that you know how to solve their problems. You know what their problems are. You understand their frustrations and you know what their preferences are. Like especially in, let's just say, marketing strategy. So the way that you're doing your posts, do they like videos? Do they like written out posts? Do they like just more beautiful visuals? Do they like to go to links and read articles? You know, how is it that they behave and what do they seem to interact with most? Do they like multiple choice answers and engaging that way so they don't have to think too much? Like, What are their preferences in engaging on your social platform? When it comes to the problems, of course you need to know the problems that you solve so that you can position yourself right, but you also need to know what are the problems that they have overall that maybe you don't particularly solve, but you can maybe bring in an expert or you can share articles or you can collaborate with somebody who has knowledge in that area so that you can meet their need. And that you can be this place in your group on your social platform can be a place that adds value to them in other ways that you're just making yourself more valuable with that. So now let's move on to the other who, which is your competitors. Now, very likely, this is not one that you have thought of. And the reason why you want to do really good listening to your competitors is because you want to go to their sites, you want to go to their social media accounts, and you want to study things like this. You want to find out what is popular for them. What are people really engaging with, sharing, loving, and, you know, pay attention to the way that they're wording things, the keywords that they're using. You want to know what's working best for them. When you, when you look at their stuff overall, what is it that people seem to really like and appreciate about your competitor? What is it that they're offering that maybe you're lacking in or you can do even better or you can add to what you're doing? This is a really good tip on your competitors' pages go to the frequently asked questions page. If on their website they have a place where they have frequently asked questions, which if they're good, they'll have it, then you can go there and you can get some ideas for what are the problems and the questions that people have because then you can do the same and approach it by talking about it or um, bringing it up on your own page. You wanna notice what marketing strategy is working for them. Are they more popular on Instagram? Do they have a YouTube and that's where they seem to drive a lot of traffic? Are people loving to read their blogs? What is it about their marketing strategy that seems to be working from what you can tell? You can figure out what hashtags they're using and you can even go and try to figure out what keywords they use. You can do this by just kind of eyeballing some of their things. If it's in a Facebook group, you could do a search for those keywords. You can go and use a tool called Uber Suggest. It's from Neil Patel, who's brilliant. And Uber, U-B-E-R, Suggest is all about helping you to see what keywords websites are ranking for. So you can put a website in there and it'll tell you all the keywords that they're ranking for. It's really, really valuable information. This is also how you find out who are the people that um, are very influential in your niche. Um, And you could just do that by putting in keywords as well. And so the most important thing that you want to be looking for on your competitor's stuff is what are their weaknesses? What are the things that you see that they're not doing well? Do they not have their brand on point? Are they not communicating well? Are they not creating engagement? You know, what is it that they're not doing well? Just you want to note that because maybe you can fill that gap and you can maybe get some of the people that they're missing or not able to capture because they're weak in this area. So what can you do better or different than they're doing? And that is a really, really valuable information piece for you to know. All right, now let's move on to where to be listening on social. First of all, you want to be listening on social to personal profiles. And of course, when I say listening, that means you go in and you're reading and you're watching videos maybe or lives or something. But you want to go into their personal profiles Particularly, you want to pay attention to bios. So this is like personal profiles of people that you believe to be your ideal customer. And you want to go into their bios and you want to pay attention to how they describe themselves. What kind of language are they using? And what are the things that they seem to have aspiration for? What are their aspirational lifestyles like? Like, are they posting tons of pictures of travel and vacation? Or is their aspirational lifestyle and the things that they seem to really enjoy about family or about gathering and socializing? Like, what is that? Because if you just went into a, let's just say, 10 different customer's profiles and bios and you really studied them and you tried to answer those questions of basically trying to figure out like who are they what are they about then that is going to give you a lot of insight into the way that you can serve them best because you're going to know what it is that they value and what they want and what it seems to be the things that they like to talk about and maybe you'll find some commonalities there and that will help you to create a really engaging feed The next thing that you want to do is you want to go into Facebook groups. You want to be listening in your own Facebook group, but you also want to go into other Facebook groups. And the type of groups that you want to be going into and listening to are like local groups. So let's just say you have a town group or a neighborhood group, anything that's really local that kind of includes people from your surrounding area. You can go in there and you can search for anyone who's maybe been looking for something that you offer, or you can be looking for when people have asked for recommendations of things that might be a part of your industry. So that definitely happens. I've definitely seen people go into a local group and say, hey, do you know someone who, let's just say, sells oils? Now, if you're somebody who sells oils, wouldn't that be a fantastic lead? Because even if somebody gave them suggestions, maybe the person that they connected with or maybe they never even made the connection, you might still be able to go in there, see that even if it's old, drop in their DM and say, hey, I saw an old post about you looking for somebody with oils and I just wondered if I might be able to serve you. I sell oils or something like that. And then you have Facebook groups that are industry specific. So if you are maybe in the exercise and fitness industry, then you'll want to be in groups that hold your ideal clients. Or if you are in the natural health industry, then you'll want to be in at least a couple of groups that those people are containing your ideal clients, right? And they have the same interest that your ideal clients have. And you'll want to go into those groups. You'll also want to go into your competitors' groups and do listening. And you'll want to go into interest groups. So if you know that a lot of your ideal client might have something in common with each other or with you. So let's just say that you know that your ideal client loves to travel Then you might be able to go into a good travel group that's very highly engaging, and you might be able to strike up conversations, and you might be able to connect with them over travel, but then you get to add them to your list, and they may become a lead for you. Also, you want to be listening in groups, of course, that also share your ideal customer. So they may not have anything to do with the industry that you're in, but you know that even though you're in maybe the wellness industry, that your ideal client also loves a different something else. I mean, plug it in. I don't even know. That's a bad example, I guess, because I can't think of what it would be. But do you know what I'm saying? Like any group that would have your ideal client, oh, I just have one now. Let's just say that a lot of your ideal clients not only are about wellness, but they're also Christian. So you can go into women Christian sites that would be then, of course, housing your ideal client. You might be able to find somebody who is interested in wellness within there. All right. So that was the suggested Facebook groups that you want to be listening in. And what you want to be listening for is you want to be searching hashtags, hashtags like hashtag ask. A lot of groups will tell them to organize their question by doing hashtag ask. And so you can research and find out how many different questions are being asked and what kinds, not how many, but what kinds of questions are being asked. Like what are the things that people seem to be confused on? Because you might be able to create a tool and then when you see that come up, you can drop into their DM and you can say, hey, I created this, I saw that you've been uh, asking about smoothie recipes. I happen to have a great list of smoothie recipes. Are you interested in it? And you can send it to them and then you've created rapport there because you've helped them. Um, Or maybe you want to just be searching keywords and try to read conversations in threads and try to figure out if you can understand what it is that they need. Again, looking for those gaps, looking for problems that you can solve. Or maybe it's that you need to figure out where are their frustrations. A lot of times when people are complaining, whether in our own group or in someone else's, we think of it as kind of negative. But if people are complaining, we should really pay attention to that and listen because there is an unmet need there that you may be able to feel in some way. And you're obviously in those groups going to be looking for opportunities to serve, and to sell, you're going to be looking for opportunities to connect and add people to your list. And again, you're going to be looking for people who have asked for recommendations or are searching for your particular product, or they're searching for solutions that you offer. So the next place, so now on the where to listen, we've talked about personal profiles and Facebook groups. Now the last thing is that you want to know where to be asking questions where can you ask questions that you can then listen to the answer so that you can gain a ton of knowledge that you can use against them to sell to them and serve them better so of course you want to be asking your loyal customers questions so you can just go into their dms and if you have a particular question let's just say if your question is are you interested in this one particular type of product or this one finding a way to solve this one kind of problem. And you can just ask them questions. They've been your loyal customers, you can ask them about you know, what their experiences is like, what they've enjoyed about working with you and you can get a ton of information like that. You can also create a focus group. You can do this with multiple people at once on a Zoom call, or you can do it individually, but you want to do it with people who are what you believe to be your ideal client. And you can go and have a questionnaire all ready. You could even just send it to them beforehand, and then you guys can get together and kind of talk about some of their frustrations, their problems, the things that they want solutions to, and it could just give you a year's worth of content, that one conversation. Another thing, of course, is super easy, and that's polls. You could do a poll a week and ask an engaging question and get them to answer it to try to figure out how they want their content delivered, what it is that they love, what are their favorite things, what they want the most, how they want to spend money. I mean, you could ask all kinds of great things that would give you the information you need to sell to them better. Or if you wanted to create a survey and SurveyMonkey, and you had an email list you could send it to them or you can grab the link and you could send that survey to them on a dm or in a text if they are somebody that's in your phone and of course last but not least you want to ask questions in posts when you make posts maybe again once a week you could do a poll once a week and once a week you could just ask a random question It doesn't always have to be product-centered. It can have something to do with your product or the problems that you solve. But you can just ask questions because the algorithm loves this when people get engaged and people love to share their answers. So you can discover the preferences that they have about the way that they're marketed to, their preferences for the things that they like and what they don't like. You can ask what they're interested in. You can ask what their favorite things are. You can ask what they desire and try to just get them to open up to you and engage with you. When you ask people questions and they get to talk back, people love to be heard. So it works like magic. So another place that you can listen on social is by paying attention to keywords. And you can go out and seek these out in multiple ways. And the first way is just Google. First of all, you can go into Google and what you want to pay attention to is putting in keywords that you use. Because maybe you are using a keyword, and let's just use me as an example. When I started my business, I was using the word and term personal growth. Well, when you put in personal growth, there isn't a whole lot of search volume for that because that's what you want to be looking for is search volume. And so then it was like, okay, well, if people aren't searching for personal growth, what are they searching searching for? And what I found is the more popular way to say it was self-development. So maybe you have insider terms that you guys are using that are not familiar to everyone. And so your ideal client is never going to be searching for those terms. They're not going to be resonating with those terms. So you need to figure out the keywords and the words that they're using when they are wanting to know something. And so you can go onto Google and you can put in words and you can see how often it's searched. And you know, a good word is going to have like, a decent amount of searches on it. I mean, maybe let's just say 1,500 people are searching for those words. If it doesn't have at least that, then you know that maybe people aren't using that word and you need to try to figure out what word they are using. And again, this goes back to looking at your ideal customer's language and the way that they're saying things and figuring out how they answer those questions. You also can look for keywords in that Uber suggest. You can put in those keywords and you can find who your competition is, who the influencers are, who's ranking for those keywords, what websites you could go on and then search. If you're looking for content ideas, you can go and see where those keywords are, who's ranking for them, and you can go into their websites and find great ideas for content. Also, when you put in a keyword, it gives you suggestions for other keywords that other people had searched for or you might be also interested in. And so pay attention to those suggested keywords because that's going to help you a lot. The other thing on Google is that you can set alerts for whenever a particular keyword is mentioned, they send you a little Um, reminder or a little uh, email saying, you know, you might want to check this out. So that's really good. The other thing that you want to go and listen for is hashtags. Now you want to create a grouping of hashtags for your industry and a good hashtag is going to have anywhere from 50,000 or I mean, it can be less for sure, but let's just say 10,000 to under five hundred thousand on the search now some of those hashtags are getting so 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 big and broad so you just want to find some relevant hashtags that you can use because those hashtags when you post on instagram are really going to extend your reach and increase your reach to other people so you want to know what those are and you want to find ones that are relevant to your industry that are popular and you even want to find what are those new hashtags that are really catching on Because that's going to help you to leverage your reach on your Instagram. The last two things I want to tell you is you also want to um, use and go to Pinterest. And you can go into Pinterest and you can also put in keywords and it's going to give you suggestions. And you can also look at what are the popular pins. You can also go into the Pinterest has something called tribes. And in these tribes, they might, again, using the Christian example, Christian women example, you can go into a tribe of Christian women and you can try to figure out what are these Christian women also interested in. Because when you are really getting to know your ideal client, it may give you some insights into the other things that they're interested in and what they're pinning in those tribes. And then last but not least, YouTube. YouTube is also a search engine, but it's going to deliver different results than Google or Pinterest because these are the videos that people are wanting to see. So let's just say that you are looking for... Um, some content for lives, like what kind of lives can I do, then you could go to YouTube and you could be searching. Not only would you want to be searching in those Facebook groups for what lives they're doing and what your competition is doing that's working, but you want to then go to YouTube and put in the search engine and try to figure out what are those popular videos? What are people looking for answers to and what are they watching and what's popular on YouTube? So that is what I have for you today. So let's just reiterate that you want to be socially listening because it's going to really help you to find those opportunities to increase your reach and discover those gaps that maybe you didn't know existed. You also want to know who it is that you want to be listening to and you want to be listening to your ideal customer so that you could really serve them better and solve their problems, bring valuable content to them. You want to be searching your competitors so you can find those weaknesses and the holes that maybe they have and that you can fulfill and be better than. And just You can see what's working for them and you can, you know, jump off of that. We don't ever want to copy, but you can definitely jump off of it and it can give you, it can spurn some new ideas for you. And you want to be knowing where to listen on social. And that is you want to be looking at profiles and bios. You want to be in those Facebook groups, all of those Facebook groups. It's those local groups, those industry specific groups, your competitors groups, those Interest groups that your ideal customer is interested in these things or you're interested in. And groups that hold your ideal client. And then you want to get really good at asking lots and lots of questions to your customers in groups, in polls, in surveys, and in your posts Just start asking lots and lots of questions. And one thing I didn't say that I want you to know is every post that you do should have some kind of a call to action or answering a question, some way for them to engage in the content so it's not like you're just talking at them, but you're giving them an opportunity to be heard As well and then you want to make sure you know those keywords and hashtags and that you are utilizing the vast amount of information that Pinterest and YouTube can give you because they are also amazing search engines thank you so much for listening I'm so glad that you took time to listen I really hope that this supports you and let me know if you have any questions or I can help you in any way I will go ahead and attach an ideal customer worksheet so that you can make sure that you really, really dial in that ideal customer. And if you don't know who they are and you can't answer all of those questions, then you can really know what you need to be targeting as far as what you need to go out there and listen for so that you have a more clear understanding of your ideal customer, what they need, what they want, where their pains are, so that you can serve them like nobody else can. Thank you so much for listening. Shine bright and make a difference.